We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? what's going on guys welcome back to spotify green room for today's live show lions eagles this podcast is sponsored by underdog fantasy and today's more of a special occasion than just lions football it's more than a special occasion than the lions and eagles it's halloween today so happy halloween to everybody listening happy halloween to my boys we got a full crew today pierre malcolm how are you boys doing today on this Halloween Sunday. Whoever wants to step up. To the I plate. am doing great, Tyler. Lions are back. It's Halloween. I think we can get our first win today. Let's go. There we go. Malcolm, how are you feeling today? Finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Spotify Green Room on Halloween. What's going on, everybody? I'm here. On Halloween. Malcolm, you like Halloween. Is it, is it one of your favorite Not holidays? Really. I mean, the kids, the kids enjoy it more than I do. Okay. I mean, you came in. I mean, I know not, it's, it wasn't recorded, but like, I know you came in with like a bunch of bursts of energy. You, you came in with uh, uh, Michael yeah. Jackson in yeah, the background. Yeah, the Thriller was playing and, in the background. Yeah, yeah, Thriller was playing in the background. And you, you, you were electric. You were very oh, yes, electric at a 12 o'clock afternoon before an 0-7 Lions team man, versus a 2-5 Eagles team. Man, it's Lions football, man. And, and, not, and more importantly – I think we get our dub today, man. So I'm just hyped today, man. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Let's go. Okay. Pierre, what's your thoughts on Halloween before we get into this game? Are, are you a fan of Halloween? When I was or a just kid, I, liked it. I don't really care about it right now. I've never really liked Halloween. I'm just not a big Halloween guy. Like Thanksgiving, that's all me. Christmas, I love Christmas. But Halloween, man, it's just like that's like the stepping stone to the next holidays. Like Thanksgiving, that is my favorite <laughs> holiday. You get Lions football. You get to eat like a pig all day, and you're eating good ass food. I know Pierre knows what I'm talking about. I know, I mean, every American knows what I'm talking about, but like Pierre knows, especially with the Chaldean Thanksgiving, oh, it hits different because you're, you're yeah. getting the mix of the American food and you're getting the mix of the Arabic food. It's a it's a phenomenal mix, and you know, I, I, I that's a holiday 
that I think everybody has to be excited about is Thanksgiving. But I, I, I just Tyler, I actually yeah, have two questions. I have two questions, Tyler. Yes. Um, one regarding Halloween, and then yes. the other about yesterday's events. But um, regarding Halloween, as a kid growing up, were you when you went to a door and they, somebody had a bowl in front of the house and they said, "Please take one." Were you that kid that just took one, or did you empty that that bowl out? Because I was that kid <laughs> that emptied the whole. They, they had no bowl. I mean, if, if, if I'm gonna be honest, I, I I wasn't the one that always took one. I mean, it it, it depended, you know, because usually Peter, I think, can relate to this too. It's like when you went for a trick or treating when you're younger, you didn't just go with you and your siblings. You went with all your cousins. Like it, it was, it's a big deal, you know. You go oh. with so many people. So, so you're nice, and you just took one. Uh, no, no, no. Oh. We we killed it together, but oh, we we, we were together. nice about it, and we shared the bowl together. So, but us as a group, yes, we killed the group. <laughs> so, I mean, I, so I don't, we, I don't understand <laughs> the people that leave the bowl out. Just don't, don't do it or do it. I mean, you either yeah. open the door or don't open the door. Don't leave a bowl. Yo, this is not a good me idea. Me growing up, me growing up, like we'll be with a group, and like whenever like somebody's missing, we're like, all right, where where the hell is Joel? So we'll look around and we'll see Joel. <laughs> just emptying out a bowl we're like oh shoot he's emptying out a bowl like he killed it so we're like whoever is like the first one there that's just your bowl it just is what it is so that's how we did it growing up man yeah we we killed the bowl what about you Pierre? and my next question is i mean first of all shout out to the detroit pistons you got the first oh, dub electric I'm not I'm not a Pistons fan, but I'm happy for y'all boys, man. You guys got the he first did. dub, man. You guys, you, you saw your first overall pick play. How was that, Tyler? I know Tyler was there. He was on TV. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I saw that afterwards from uh, Pierre. Shout out to Pierre. So, uh, no, it was it was it was good to see the Pistons win. It was good to see Katie Cunningham back on the court. Uh, it was minute restriction, but overall, just electric to see him back on the court. You know, it wasn't a full house by any means, but good crowd. Everyone was in support. Good ass game. All right, what's up, man? Let's get into this Lions Eagles game now. Let's talk about the inactives now because we have that, and I think there's some surprising inactives because usually, you know, the script has been pretty much just what it's been. You know, like what we see in the practice report usually just end up happening on Sunday. But I think this week it's a little different with uh, the the injury report and the inactives report. So I'm gonna start off with you, Peter. What is the Philadelphia Eagles injury or inactive list looking like today? Yeah, they got quarterback Reed Senate, uh, cornerback Zach McPherson, <clears throat> safety Anthony Harris, cornerback Mac McCain, linebacker Eric Wilson, center guard Jack Anderson, and guard Sua Opeta, I believe. Those guys are all inactive, but the main ones okay. really that, like, the other guys are back. Kind of, the main ones to kind of pay attention to are Anthony Harris and Eric Wilson. I believe those are both starters. Yeah, Anthony. And so, something something else to mention as well was – um. When we did our pod on Wednesday, it was just, you know, the obviously the injury portion of the actives. Miles Sanders was not an IR. He has now been placed on IR. Oh, yeah, so he I believe he was placed on Thursday yeah. or Friday. So oh. he's obviously officially out. And that's a big part of the Philadelphia's Eagles run game when they want to do that. Because um, we talked about it on Wednesday. They don't really like to run the ball. But when they do run the ball, he was their main guy. So no Miles Sanders, which calls in for duty for guys like Kenneth Gainwell, their rookie, and then. Their veteran Boston Scott should have an expanded role today as well. Yeah, I just want to bring up really quickly. Um, yeah. them missing their middle linebacker Eric Wilson, I think is huge because they're already, um, they're not good against a run already, and not having your starting middle linebacker, not a good sign, not a good sign at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and now, I mean, I think that's a good segue. What's the lines in active report? Because you mentioned 
Lions running game. Lions are missing a big running back too. So Malcolm, what's yeah. Lions uh, inactive looking like? Yeah. So we have wide receiver Geronimo Allison. He is inactive. Um, defensive end Jason Cornell inactive. Darren Fells. This is a guy who hasn't. You know, I don't, was he even on the injury report earlier this week? I think he's just a healthy no, scratch. Just a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. No, so he's he's inactive. Um, Jesse Lemonier. Um, he is inactive. Um, cornerback. AJ Parker. This is a huge one. Um, he's inactive, and another huge one is our running back Jamal Williams. Yeah, he is inactive. Yeah, no. I mean, on Wednesday we spent a good amount of the show for the Lions' offensive game plan, which obviously the Lions' offense has been rough. That's no secret, right? Uh, the big, you know, thing we were talking about this Wednesday that they have to get going is, is that run game, especially versus this poor Eagles run defense. And you still got DeAndre Swift, and we still have another guy that. He should be making his debut on the offensive side of the ball today, uh, getting his first official NFL snap, Jamar Jefferson. This is going to call up for him. He's the next man up, I believe, and it's going to be interesting to see what he could do in Jamal Williams' place. Obviously, it, lose, uh, it hurts losing Jamal Williams this week and not having him because I think he would have been a big focal point of what the Lions want to do on offense this week. But, you know, it's next man up, and I'm excited to see what the rookie could do because, you know, he had those flashes in, in preseason. You know, he, he had some really good flashes, and he made this football team. So I'm excited to see what Jamar could do today. But then obviously losing A.J. Parker, that's a huge question. What are the Lions going to do at nickel today at the cornerback spot because they didn't elevate Nikhil Roby Coleman? Pierre, do you have any answers to this? What are they going to do at nickel today? I've been thinking about this. Mark Gilbert is active. They could play Mark Gilbert there, or they could shift Jacobs inside and start Gilbert and Amani on the outside because Gilbert is a little bigger, yeah. I believe. Um, so that's that's interesting. Malcolm, with no Jamal Williams, no A.J. Parker, how, how do you view this game now? Nothing, nothing changes. Nothing changes. Okay. I think Jefferson is still a hell of a back. He's going to fill the nicely for Jamal Williams. And I think they still got to run the ball, man. They The Eagles are injured in the linebacking core. They're already a terrible run-defending team. Just keep going. Just go at it, man. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. Be um, guy in a big week, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets some carries as well. Yeah, I could see him being a little mixed. I, I just expected Jamar. He's a little more of a bruiser, um, a little more elusive. I That's why I expected more of him than uh, Godwin Ikebuke, uh to take in for Jamal Williams. So just because I think Jamar Jefferson's a, a you know, more of a Jamal. I think Jamar Jefferson is more of Jamal Williams than Godwin Ikebuke is. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see how they, they mix up that back. Yeah. I would expect a heavy dose of DeAndre Swift like we've been seeing. And, you know, maybe, again, we, we talk about the, the Eagles have a tough time with tight ends, so maybe you want to see a bigger game from TJ Hawkinson. You know, he's been a little um, – they, you know, they've been done – a lot of opposing defenses have been doing a good job against a guy like TJ Hawkinson the last couple of weeks. So it would be interesting to see if – you know, Anthony Lynn could get Hawkinson a little more involved today and, you know, maybe get Jared Goff a little comfortable just because, you know, they, they have a tough time with tight ends and they have a tough time with the running game. So it's going to be interesting what, what version of Jared Goff we see today because I think everything's pointing where he could have a solid game and maybe his best game of the year today. I, I think it, the, the directions are pointing that way. Oh, wow. You think so? I would say so. I really do. I think the – I think with the weaknesses the Eagles have, I think of the very little strengths that Jared Goff has, I, I think he can maybe even manage a game like this and maybe even pull out a game <laughs> w- with the weaknesses the Eagles have. I, I mean, I'm, I, I, you're more confident than me. You're more confident than me in, in, that, in that book right now. Oh, guys, I do that. Yeah. What, what were you saying, Pierre? Yeah. 
I have not breaking news, but special teams coordinator Dave Fipp is out due to COVID protocols. He tested positive, but um, he has no symptoms. So assistant special teams coach Jet Matkins and head coach Dan Campbell will assume special teams duties Sweet. today. Sweet. There you go. But yeah, going back to, going yeah, back to jerk I mean, off, I mean, I still, even though Philadelphia is a mess, their front four still causes a lot of problems, man. And even in their do. pass rush. They do. Yeah, they could probably still get to the quarterback. So it's all depending on how our offensive line holds up. If our offensive line, you know, plays like they played last week and, and hold up these guys, yeah, Jerkoff could have a really good game because they don't blitz often and they just rush their, four, their front four. But if they get if they get past our offensive line and they start pressuring golf, yikes. I'm not even expecting like necessarily a good game from Jared Goff. It's just more of I think he could be good enough. Good that enough. Like, I mean. think he could be good enough to, to win you a game today. I think he could do that Let's today. Get that dub, man. We'll see though. I mean, he hasn't been. He hasn't obviously done that this year. I mean, we've seen very little flashes. It's been a while since we've seen those flashes. I would say the last time we've really seen legitimate flashes from him is probably Week Three versus Baltimore in that second half, um, and then a little bit in that Green Bay game, that first half where he looked really good. So if we can maybe pull that type of version of Jared Goff, which is obviously we haven't seen enough of it to really say we're confident that's going to happen. But if we can see some type of version of that, I think the Lions could pull it out today. I really do. I think this is a favorable matchup. Uh, I don't think the Eagles are a very good football team. Um, I think they're in a position where they're rebuilding just like you are. And I think they're more dysfunctional than your team is. So I think you have a legitimate shot. I mean, maybe on paper they're more talented than you. But I think coaching-wise, I, I really think Dan Campbell could maybe win the coaching battle between a Nick Sirianni. And I, I, I like the chances of it because I, I just don't think very highly of the Eagles, even when the Lions are in a rebuild and they're missing some key pieces like no Frank Ragnar, no Taylor Dyker, no Romeo Aquara, no Jamal Williams. I still think they could pull out this game today versus the Philadelphia Eagles. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, Tyler, the Eagles are not well coached, um, especially on defense. Jonathan Gannon doesn't put his players like in favorable matchups. And 
when you look at the game last week from the Raiders, the Raiders went to their backs and tight ends a lot. And I can see a similar game plan for Detroit this week. Because I think Slay's going to probably take out Raymond or at least try. And then you have yeah. other guys that need to step up. Maybe like Amon Ross, St. Brown, TJ Hawkson, DeAndre Swift. Maybe even Brock Wright. The Lions liked him enough last week to have him um, play some snaps. So let's see how he looks today. But I think, And he's obviously tight end too, you know, with no darn fells. Yeah. I think Detroit uh, should attack the middle of the field because these linebackers are awful. Davion Taylor, Singleton, who's the other guy I'm missing? Um, and uh, Jannard Avery. Now, Peter, just going really quickly, because you brought up an interesting point. Obviously, this is all speculation right now, but you saw Darren Fells inactive. Obviously, it wasn't on the injury report. Do you think there's something more time than this? I mean, the trade deadline's coming up this week. Do you think there's something to this, maybe? Or is this just me overthinking or us overthinking? I think they're shopping him, if I had to guess, because um, he's inactive today. And the Lions are playing a dude from the Pike squad they elevated. He's not He's not hurt, right? So I think they're shopping him. If I had to guess, I think they're shopping him. Interesting. I didn't even, put, I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. The thing is, though, it's like if you're going off just this year, Darren Fels hobbies hasn't done much, like, as far as, as a pass catcher, right? Like, he just hasn't done much. But I think Pierre could maybe potentially be onto something because – Teams know what Darren Fells is. Like, you know, Darren Fells isn't just some guy that's just been hopping around team from team and hasn't been, you know, a contributor. I mean, Darren Fells has always been a contributor to whatever team he goes to, and he's always been a positive contributor to whatever team he goes to. So I think Peter could be potentially onto something. And, you know, I'm just throwing out some teams that, like, you know, like Robert Tunyon, he tore his ACL. I mean, he, he could be out for the year. I don't know if the Lions want to do business with within the, the North, but, like, be I think – I mean, it's not really much. It's not like you're really giving up much. I mean, the the Packers are not giving up more than probably a conditional pick or or six round pick, or whatever. And you know, and with the Lions, they're just giving them Darren Fell. So it wouldn't be like it's like a big business deal. So we'll see. I mean, I think some teams could use some tight ends down the stretch. I think a team like the New Orleans Saints, maybe Dan Campbell with those business with his old team. I, I think it's interesting. I think there's some teams that could potentially use a guy like Darren Fells, and maybe that's why the Lions are not taking a chance with him today and just making him inactive. So, you know, this is all speculation. Like we said, there's nothing to this right now, but I think Pierre is onto something. I think that this could be something to look forward to this week as the trade deadline approaches. If, if Brad Holmes can move Darren Phils, he's going to be like the GOAT yeah. GM of all time because I don't see his value. He's 35 years old. He's a tight end. <laughs> he hasn't played well. What is he worth? I just feel like we could. Well, Malcolm, um, he's mainly a blocker, right? And he's a red zone yeah. threat. So teams that are looking to run the ball maybe more in the playoffs or teams that are dealing with injuries at tight end, maybe it's with like a yeah, swap exactly. of sevens or a swap of six and a seven. It's not worth much. If he could get a six or a seven, even you to talk about 35-year-old tight end. I mean, if he could swap, if he, if he I mean, off, swap he's, he's, I mean, shoot, I'm calling him the GOAT because I just don't see the value. I mean, there's not really much to it. I mean, I, 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 I think – we see these type of deals all the time. They're just like a small deal. It's not really much to it. It's almost kind of like releasing him, but you might be getting something back in return. But, you know, yeah. I think Darren Fells is a guy that could really help the playoff team right now. I mean, there's not obviously, he's not going to be the main like pass catcher. That's why you're not giving up much for him. But I think as far as like Peter mentioned, just being a good uh, blocker and he could help out your tackles. You know, he could be a pass catcher at times. Hasn't been at this year for the Lions, but he's done it in his career and has done it as recent as last year with the Texans. I think it could be something. I mean, it just seems – it kind of screams like a small deal because I, I just don't see any other reason why he's inactive today because 
don't think his play's been bad enough to make him inactive for Brock Wright. I mean, I don't know. I think that's very interesting why he's inactive. If he was active, I think, you know, then he's just on the team, whatever, for the rest of the year. But I, I would not be completely shocked if that's something that happens sometime this week with him being inactive this week. The trade deadline is what, Tuesday? Well, yeah, the deadline's, deadlines on Tuesday at four. And the Lions are also, so according to Albert Breer, the Lions are still looking for wide receiver help them in the Saints. Guys that are available, Darius Slayton from the Giants, Devontae Parker from the Dolphins, Evan Ingram from the Giants as well, and Andy Isabella from the Cardinals. Um, those are the guys that are being shot around right now. Maybe more guys could be up, but. Pierre, let me ask you, the- let me ask you Pierre, what, what's the most that you would give up for a wide receiver right now? Honestly, I'd probably just go after Darius Slayton out of those because he's still 24. He's still on his rookie deal. And maybe a fourth or a fifth for him. Maybe a fourth or a fifth? Okay. So if they give a third, would you be upset? I'm with. I don't think they'll give up. He's not worth the third. I agree with Pierre. I, I would be okay with Me the too. fourth round pick. That's probably my highest. I would go up for a receiver. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of picks to, uh, to play around with this year. You got, you know, 11 draft picks. It looks like you're going to have in this upcoming draft. You have some capital to move around with. Darius Slant's still a young receiver. He's only 24 years old. You know, he's had flashes, obviously. You can go what was that, Pierre? Yeah. You, I mean, you could build. He could, like, be here for the future. Only problem with it is he's had trouble staying healthy sometimes. So yeah, it could be. And Devontae Parker would be interesting because I don't think he'd be worth that much because he has, like, a decent contract. Not Nothing crazy, but, like, he's got a decent contract. And – think you would have him for the rest of this year obviously and i think you would have him for next year and maybe the year after i don't know if it's i think it's just this year next year if i'm not mistaken i have to look at the details again but um yeah no so it's gonna be interesting to see what the lines do with this deadline because you don't really have many pieces to move i think i think most of the guys on the team right now are are here for the for the year like i don't think you move a charles harris um jamal williams i don't think you move him i think the only guy that <laughs> I could really see be moved from this from this team is is Darren Fells just because he's inactive today. I think that's the only one that I could really see being moved. Pierre, do you have any other guys that you'd be? Yeah, Nick Williams is another one. He's cheap right now. And the Lions have like young defensive linemen. That's true. Kevin Strong should be back soon. Hand came back today. Um, Cornell true. right now is a healthy scratch. So Nick Williams, I guess, a name to watch. But the Lions do like his leadership in the D line room. Trey Flowers, if anyone's willing to take yeah. on that contract. Uh, that's that's not we, can, we can't <laughs> find a sucker. That, that, we're not going to find a sucker to take that deal. Yeah. That's tough. That's, you know, we need that right now. that's not happening. So, okay. So, th- th- there's some deadline talk going into Tuesday. All right. Let's go, let's go back into this Lions-Eagles game. We already did a whole preview on the Lions-Eagles. That's why we're not talking too, too much about this game. We're talking a little more about the news right now. So, let's get into our predictions because we didn't do those yet. I'm going to start off with you, Pierre. What's your score prediction? What's your uh, bold prediction? I believe the spread is when I last checked was two and a half. Eagles, Malcolm is the Mr. Betting now. So, Malcolm, what's the spread at when you last checked? Three. Three. Philly, yeah. Philly's way, right? Yeah, going, yeah, it's three Philly's way. Oh, amazing okay, bet, by so the way. Pe- amazing bet. If, if I, just, uh, I jumped on it. I think some people should jump on it as well. Money, money line or spread? I did the spread. I did a nice, I did a nice, I did a nice parlay with so, um, that game and also the Titans and Colts game. Um, the the Titans were, um, well, actually the Colts were favorite plus three or minus three. So we take the take the Titans. So you think put that with so you the, think the Lions the could lose today? What happened? So you think the Lions? You think the Lions could lose today? You think they could lose by two points? They, I mean, it's, it's a safe, pretty safe bet. They lose by two, you still win the bet. 
He's still winning. Yeah. Yes. And you do a party okay. with it. And yeah, you can even get some money, money, money. I, I thought you I thought you'd be more ballsy. And I do money line? money line? I thought you were confident in the line today and go money line. Yeah, you gotta remember sometimes, you know. So it's a line. You gotta remember. You gotta remember sometimes. It's a line sometimes. So I thought I, I thought you were so confident you would take the money line. Fear, fear. Show me your boss right now. Are you taking the money line for the Lions today? If you were betting, I, I take the money line. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident that they could win. Um, so you want my prediction? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I got the Lions winning 24 to 20. And my bold prediction. I don't know if it's necessarily bold, but Darius Slay is going to take out Khalif Raymond. So I think Amon Rossing Brown has his come, like has his breakout game today. We can go with seventy yards and a touchdown for Amon Rossing Brown. Okay, I like that. I I think that is it's bold, but it's not pure. You know, it's not pure bold. Pure bold is uh, Amon Rossing Brown will get three touchdowns in hundred eighty yards. That's pure bold. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm a little sh- I'm a little shocked that you kind of kept it somewhat realistic. So. I'm giving kudos to Pierre today. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> so 70 yards plus and a touchdown for Modern Ross St. Brown. I like that. I could actually see that legitimately happening today. Okay. Malcolm, what, what do you got today? I have to score 28-20 Lions. And my bullet prediction is Julian Okora gets three sacks. Okay, that's bold. Definitely bold. <laughs> that's more on the Pierre side of bold. <laughs> So you guys are both yeah, in this bold. in this instincts you would take the money line, but Malcolm didn't put his balls on the table. He took the spread because he thinks no. there's a chance. All right, um, I'm also going with the lines to win this game, and ah, I feel like this is like insanity at this point because every time the lines come off a good performance, we're expecting them just to kind of flip the script and, and continue that trend and, and pull out a game. But I truly believe they're going to win this game. I truly believe they're going to win this game because of how dysfunctional this Eagles, team's up, this Eagles team is. I think there's a lot of problems here. And I, I think the Lions could pull a game here. I really think they could pull out a game here. I'm going to go 24-21, relying on the defense. Jared Goff doing enough to win this game. And my bold prediction is TJ Hawkinson gets over 100 yards today and gets – Two touchdowns on Halloween night. That's spooky. Is that bold enough for you, Pierre? That's spooky. Two touchdowns in 100 yards no. is not bold? Okay, I'll give that to you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's bold. It's spooky. You said I mean, a lot of for 70 to touchdown. Well, I'm going to ask you down, like, to be fair, hasn't really done shit this year. Excuse my language. <laughs> I understand that. But, like, I, I, I upped the touchdown by one, and I upped the yardage by 30. I think I'm bold right here. I think I'm in the bold. Standpoints. I'm not changing. I don't care. I, I, I'll give it to you, Tyler. Uh, we have a guest on real fast. Nathan, he wants to come up, so let's bring him up. What's up, Nathan? What's up, Nate? Hey, what's up, Nathan, guys? You How you doing? What's going on, man? Oh, none much. Just listen to y'all chat. Um, so a couple of things I want to say. Uh, first one is, if I'm trading for a receiver in, in midseason – you know, as the Lions have been uh, rumored to be talking to teams about, I'm going Michael Gallup. I think that he's got more upside. He's younger. He's not and and honestly, I just – I love the guy's game, and I think that if the Lions are going to go dangle a third or fourth-round pick, I'd go for Gallup. I think he's the odd man out in Dallas. I like it. I like it. 
available. Everybody's available. Well, I mean, he's coming back he's today, but I mean, everybody's available, in my opinion, if, yeah. for the right deal. So, I mean, I'm just saying, if I'm going to swing for the fences, I'm going to go for Michael Gallup because he's younger. He can jump out of the building. He's a good route runner. And I, I like him over Darius Slayton. I like Darius Slayton. I think he's a good receiver too, but I'll take Michael Gallup over him. It's probably the reason why I say Slayton. Because he's on his rookie deal, yeah. and he has two more years, I believe, left in his deal. Versus mm-hmm. Gallup, he's a free agent, so instead of trade for him, we could just sign him off. No, I mean that, that is true. That is true. I mean, but there's going to be a lot of people going after this guy. I think he's going to be a hot name. So I'm just saying, if a lot. Well, you could you could just sign him. Realistically, is what Peter's saying. The yeah, but then but you know you might have to overpay him too. So to get him because they're going to be, I think it's going to be a bidding market for this guy. Um, but I'm just saying, if if the, if the Lions really want a receiver, I'm going after Michael Gallup. That's just my opinion. But you know, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I'm okay with just holding Pat and just waiting until the off season and the draft and all that. Because, like you said, we got a lot of picks, so I expect us to probably take about three three receivers in the, in, the, in this draft, more likely. Um, so my prediction. Let me just say this: the Lions better win today. If the Lions don't win today, there are going to be a lot of people that haven't already, if they haven't already jumped off the Lions bandwagon because this Philadelphia team is god-awful garbage and their coach can't even make a sentence. And if we can't go out and beat them at our own place, guys, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm worried. <laughs> I, 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 don't know where, I don't know where we're going to get a win. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm looking at our schedule, and it's not looking good for us. So – this has got to be the win right here. Um, I think there's some hope. They play Denver. They the Bears maybe, at home. Yeah. Play Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. They play the 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 the, the, the Russell I mean, Wilson, it's, it's, Seahawks. It's, it's, I think there's a chance. Well, I mean, Russell. Will, yeah, I forgot about it. Russell Wilson's not available around that time, but I think he'll be back by then. Yeah, I I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's the NFL. Yeah, it's the NFL. It's a week to week game. Anything could happen. This is our best chance well, of getting a win right here. <laughs> this season. As far as every matchup we've played so far these first eight weeks, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I think, and I think I they think, have a legitimate shot to win today. Yeah, but I think I think and, right and now I, we, we like, our first few games that we played already, I think that's mm-hmm. the hardest games we played. And I agree. I agree. I agree with you. But I think that with this game, if we come out and lay an egg or we lose this game, the fan base is going to be flipping pissed because mm-hmm. this is the game we should have won. I mean, shoot, yeah. that's, that's what I said, and I took a lot of heat for that, from for saying that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tyler knows. I mean, Tyler, 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 I mean, Tyler witnessed Tyler. it. I, I mean, yeah. I said it was exact words, and yeah. I took a lot. But, of heat but here's the thing: like, if you look at these, if you look at these teams compared side by side, we've played better ball than the Eagles have. Absolutely, and we've I played agree. better competition. I agree, and so this is why I'm saying we should win this game. I I agree with you a thousand percent. I even said this in the last episode, and again, I told you I took a lot of heat for it because a lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, yeah, you I'll done take the heat too, man." Because I just I just feel like the competition we've played, the way we've played, and who we've played, I just feel like this 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 has got to be a win. If this yeah, is not absolutely. a win, this is people are going to lose a lot of faith, or, or people are going to lose some faith in Dan Campbell. I'm going to be well, honest. You with have, you. This is the thing right now. You, you know? have you have the type of fans yep. that are like. Their team lose every game, get the number one overall pick. That that's some of the mindset, some of the fans right now. True. Well, um, we got to at least win one. I don't want to be zero and seventeen, guys. I, the, I mean, again, <laughs> I, I get it. And this is the point. This is what I was trying to make last week. I wasn't saying. Well, not honestly, last episode, right. I wasn't saying. Um, if the Lions lose this game, I'm out of Dan Campbell. You know, Dan Campbell no. is still my guy. You know, 
What I'm saying, but it's gonna take some heat if we lose this game, especially if we get re- out coached. What, what I'm saying, is rebuilding doesn't mean lose every game. That's not what rebuilding means, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, right now, this is a very, very, very winnable game against a team that's in oh, a yeah. bigger mess than than you are. I don't think Lions are in a mess right now. I think Lions' issue is that they're just young and they're just figuring, trying to figure it out. But the Eagles, mm-hmm. the, the Eagles are a mess, <laughs> you know. So Dude, I just don't, let, let, I don't see it. Let's look at it this way. Dan Campbell outcoached Sean McVay last week. If he goes and gets outcoached by the flower guy. That's what I said I, last week. That's what I said I, last I don't week. Know. I, I, don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But this is the thing right now. Dan Campbell, you know, yeah, he, he outcoached um, Sean McVay by a mile last week. But then sure. I also seen him get outcoached by Matt Nagy. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping that this is not one of those games that he – has a great performance and then follows up with mm-hmm. a bad performance. You know, I want right. to that's what I'm saying. Take it two, have a good three or four steps back. Like let's take one step back, not two or exactly. three. Exactly. Like 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 the past guys who we had here. Like they'll show up, they'll have a good performance, and then the very next week is like, where is mm-hmm. that team that showed up last week? Mm-hmm. I want Dan Campbell to have a good performance and follow up yeah. with another good performance. This is what I want. This is what I want to see from Dan Campbell. I think this is what's what even though it's early, I think this is what could separate him from all the other knuckleheads we had in the past. So this is definitely something I want to see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think if the Lions drop a nagging thing, that'd be very bad. If the Lions lose just because of talent, because talent wise, Philadelphia is not that good. They don't even yeah, have that much talent. They're not talent. They're, they're, they're nothing they could do talent wise to to really beat us. I are mean, they that much? Yeah, come on, guys. They, come on, guys. Their front they four is still don't. really good. Yeah. Their quarterback is still very solid. I mean, I mean, their defense is good. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. Like that much I mean, talent. I mean, their defense is great, but like yeah, they are more talented. Than us. They're not much more talented than us. But I'm saying is, if the yeah. Lions lose this game by two points, it just comes down to talent. Jared Goff making a bonehead decision, or whatever, which we've seen. That's I why mean, I can't get yeah, down to that. Like we got to blow them out. <laughs> we don't want. We don't want this game to be I mean, close because, yeah, you're right. Well, I don't trust Jared Goff. I don't know. I just don't know how the Lions blow out anyone. They're not very good. I mean, it's, it's going to be hard for this team to blow out other teams, even with dysfunctional teams. I think if the Lions are going to win, it's going to be a close football game. But, I mean, if Jared Goff is the reason we lose this game and the Lions keep it close all game and it's a competitive right. game, it's one thing. But if the Lions just drop an egg like how they did for Cincinnati, then there's going to be legitimate questions about Dan Campbell. And I think that's but even But even Cincinnati, we were, pretty, we were pretty there for the most part of the game. Cincinnati just had some breaks and just blew us out at the end. I mean – Well, our offense was averaging – Well, I mean, our six. offense has been caught off with garbage all year. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, once in a while we'll hit some hits. We'll make some home runs. But, I mean, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, if, if it's a complete egg, yeah. that's, that's a different – whole I different agree. topic. A whole different topic. If they lose this game because of Jared Goff – I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't think anybody should be out on Dan Campbell if that's I mean, the reason. you you could kind of you could kind of tell you could kind of tell the yeah how it the game depends is going. how they lose like you could know, you, like you could kind of have an idea okay this team is just better than us like when we played the Rams last week the Rams are just better than us that was the case the Rams oh, are just yeah, better than us case. you know we, you know and we had a chance to win that game we had a chance to win that game I mean, thank God thank God because coaching staff you know they they put us in position to get there you know sure. but then like you have seen games like like I said the Bears. Where they just got out coached, in my opinion. I don't think the Bears is that much better than the Lions, especially you know Justin Fields' first game. But they just had a hell of a game plan, and they we couldn't we couldn't adjust. Well, Jared Goff couldn't get the ball out of his hand as quick as possible, and Penny Sewell was getting overrun by with Quinn. 
we got we, we got, got, we got our cool story. I mean, yeah. We couldn't get. I mean, yeah. they they were smart enough to match protect, and we couldn't touch Justin Fields. Yeah. So I don't want to see yeah. a game like that. I I, I don't want to see a game like that. So we will wait and see, and then we will react afterwards. Right? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Let me give my let me give my prediction. So. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to say 30-24 Lions. I think the Lions, the home crowd, and the Lions are going to get it together. And Let's go. We're going to win this game. And then my bowl prediction is, since uh, Malcolm took mine, because that was actually what I was going to say. I was going to say Okora with three sacks. Let's go, man. Uh, I told you, man. I know. I know. I, I like Okora, man. I hope he does. Um, how great would it be if he broke brothers on both sides of the next year? Um, I'm going to say the Lions are going to pick off um, Jalen hurts four times in this game. Oh wow! Damn. Sheesh. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> hey man, this secondary, this secondary is going to be ready, and and they're gonna they're gonna watch hurts, and I think hurts is gonna throw some duds, and so I think that. Yeah, the problem is though, like who they're playing at nickel because right now uh, AJ Parker's out. They didn't elevate Please nickel over Coleman. Guys. They do have Mark Please Gilbert. Um, it's probably, it could be Bobby Price. Oh, no, it could be no. maybe you put Gary Jacobs inside and you put Mark. I think I outside. think if they I think if they could put pressure on Hurts and keep him in the pocket, I, I don't trust Hurts from the pocket. So I mean, I think the they have a good O line. They have a good O line. Their O line's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, and our D line's so got some young stuff. Like so they have we'll to. They're coming. They they have to like they have to confuse him. He's a young quarterback. People forget that he's a young right. quarterback. If you right. could confuse him a little, um, delay blitzes, confuse him with the coverages, mix it up with man and zone. I definitely will be a good one. I definitely, if I was, if I was AG, I would definitely be bringing a lot of heat on him, and then I would try, if I can, to put Derek Barnes a spy on him. You know, because I think Derek Barnes has the speed more than Anzalone to possibly just kind of keep him, keep him in, in his, in his, in his um, peripherals. But I think you got to bring the heat. I think you got to bring the heat on Hurts because he's seen when he gets pressured, he struggles. And, you know, you don't want to give any quarterback that much time. All right. So, um, yeah. All right, Nathan. Thanks, thanks for coming guys. on. Um, no problem, man. Yep. All right, Thank man. Nathan. All right. One quick segment before we get, kick it off. We just got to get our favorite underdog pick of the day. Malcolm, what's your favorite underdog pick of the day for this Lions-Eagles game? Did you look at them yet? I have not. Um, okay. I'm, can I'll you read, read them off, read them off to you. Me? I'll read them off. Pierre, tell me your favorite one afterwards, okay? All right, I'm going to start off with the Lions one, then we'll get into it. Right. So for the Lions, Jared Goff, 266.5 passing yards. Uh, Jared Goff, 24.5 completions. Jared Goff, intercept, half interception, so he either throws or doesn't. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 53.5 receiving yards. Amon Ross St. Brown, 42.5 receiving yards. And TJ Hawkinson, 51.5 receiving yards. Did any of those pop up to you guys that you yes, guys man. love? Yes, Give me the DeAndre Swift receiving yards over, man. 53? Yeah. Okay. 53, 53 and a half. So you need 54 or more. Yeah, give me over on that. Okay. Uh, Pierre, did any of those? Give me the over on Swift and give me the over on Hawk. The Hawk was my favorite one as well. The 50, 51 and a half. I like both of those. I, think, I, I actually yeah. I put that in for today. So I, I blocked in the Hawk one for two of them, actually. So I'm, I'm big on that one. And then um, tell me if these Eagles won't stand out to you. There's a couple of them. We got Jalen Hurts, two and a half total touchdowns. We got Jalen Hurts still at 300 and a half total yards. We got Devontae Smith at 66 and a half receiving yards. Jalen Rieger at 31 and a half receiving yards. And Quaz Watkins at 40 and a half receiving yards. Did any of those stick out to you guys? 
Yeah, the Quez Watkins one because AJ Parker is out. He's mainly in the slot. He's a fast dude. I'll take the over on that one. Okay, uh, Malcolm, did any of those stick out to you? Man, I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I, all those kind of worry me. I'm not sure which one I'll pick. Um, I just picked I, ones. For I have one. I have one that I love. All right. What? Jalen Hurts under two and a half touchdown total touchdowns today. Two and a half touchdowns. That's total. Total. Yes. So it could be with his legs passing. I'm going. So he needs here. three. So he needs three. Yeah, that that that's that seems kind of high. Yeah. I mean, I only predicted the Eagles score 21 points. I'm assuming. I'm. Just, I guess I'm assuming with one of those, there'll be a rushing touchdown with Kenny Gainwell or Scott. Uh, they don't that is true. That is true. <laughs> that is very. You very, might see a sneak. You might see a sneak uh, from Jalen Hurts, man. Very true. Maybe maybe the Eagles don't score three touchdowns today. I think that's possible. It could be very possible. So. I'm yeah. going Jalen Hurts under two and a half total touchdowns. I like that bet a lot. Lock it in. Uh, and TJ Hawkins is my also lock in today for this Lions-Eagles game. Yes, sir. Okay. With that being said, I hope you guys all enjoyed the live show. We'll be back after the Lions and Eagles game. We'll keep it quick because we know everyone's going to be wanting to uh, you know, do the Halloween activities. So we'll keep it quick after the post-game show. Malcolm, I believe you're not coming after the Halloween or for the post-game because – you have some Halloween plans to attend? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So I won't, I won't be here, guys. Okay, so, but y'all, so y'all, no y'all, y'all, boys, y'all boys kill it. Malcolm, just text us how, your quick thoughts on the game. We'll mention them on, on the show. Right. So we'll do that. I, I, may pop, I may pop in just, just you know, depending what happens. I may pop in. We'll see. We'll okay. see. We'll see. We'll I may see. pop in for a few. So me and Pierre will be here on the post-game show. So come join us after the game. And we'll be back on Monday, obviously, to talk about the whole uh, final game of the Lions-Eagles. Hopefully we're talking about a win because – we need it. This is the last game before the bye week. Hopefully we got a, a win going to this bye week. And with that being said, five-star review on Apple Podcast. Yep. Go to Underdog Fantasy. Get yep. your props in for today on the Pickums. Yep. Uh, promo code PRIDEPOD. They're matching up to $100 on your first deposit. So go do that right now. Yep. And I'm yep. out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I'm out. Peace. All right, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.